Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right, we're back with another episode of Fixing Your Kanban. I'm uh, Ryan Ripley. This is Dan Vicanti and Todd Miller. Gentlemen, how are you? Great. Great. <laughs> All right, let's do all fine, um, fine, fine, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Very good. Thank you, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, so today's topic, I, you know, kind of a, a silly little intro. Look, this this whole series of shows, and we're going to keep these going for a while. Hopefully, we're dropping these about once a week. We're trying to answer your biggest questions about Kanban. We want to help you fix your practices. We want to help bring some of the history, some of the the richness of Kanban forward. You know, some of that's been suppressed and buried. We're going to bring that out. Uh, ProKanban.org is a great place to look. We're a proud partner of ProKanban.org, so check them out. You can also check out the official spelled correctly, the official um, Kanban guide. I want you to check that out because it is kind of the, it's that unifying document in the, in the whole Kanban kind of ecosphere, right? It is the minimal but sufficient that we can all agree on. And then you can build from there. Check that out. Let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, leave your questions in the comments. We want to know what's, uh, what's really uh, keeping you up at night about Kanban. We can uh, work with Dan, uh, Todd, and myself to help out with that. So let us know. But today I actually had a question, Dan, and 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 uh, maybe Todd and I can share some experiences around this too. But what's up with the the PK one, the Pro Kanban Level One Assessment? That thing is tricky. It's hard. Uh, well, <laughs> well, it's really like, hard. Well, it's no, a I'm, hard I'm, assessment. Okay, I'm 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 I'm, hesit I'm hesitant to say that it that it it is hard. I think maybe maybe some of the early versions were yeah. maybe a little bit trickier than than they needed to be. But to me, to me, the, the PK one assessment is just like anything. I mean, it, just like any test you might take. If if you take it seriously and you prepare for it, you'll show up and you do well. If you don't yeah. take it seriously, you I mean, you won't do well. It's just it's 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 just like anything. But um. Uh, can, can we talk about the, the the importance of it and 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 why it exists? I mean, I, I'm, I'll well, tell you what. I'll just interview myself. I'm going to ask myself. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you. I'll tell you what, Dan. It, it it actually was really impressive going through the the PK one assessment, and it reminded me. It, it kind of like I, I started thinking about my experience going through the Scrum certification journey, and it, it was kind of interesting because I actually started down the Scrum Alliance path. 
right? And I was going down that path and I got the CSM and the CSPO. And the, what was interesting about the CSPO is there was no assessment to get it. You sit down, you pay someone money, you take a class, you get the certification. And, and with the CSM, it was almost the same. Like you, you, sit, you have to take the class, you pay the money, and you take the what a, an insanely easy, I mean, it's trivial, like 65% or 68% was passing. I mean, you could basically get a D on the thing and call yourself a certified scrum master. It was, it was very trivial. And that left a bad taste. It was like, well, wait a minute. If you had, if you can basically modulate your temp, your core temperature to stay somewhere around 98 degrees and manage to stay awake. You can fog a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. If you can fog a mirror, you're going to get a certification. And that bothered me. And well, it actually and, kind I mean, of, go to ahead. To be honest Todd. with you too, that was, uh, that was even later on because yeah. when I went through the CSM and the CSPO, I just walked out with it. Right. I didn't even have to take a, a test that I could sleep through. So I guess what we're trying, what, where you're going with this, Ryan, is um, why the difference? Why make it a challenging assessment, right? Is that where you're headed, Ryan? Well, Did yeah, just- and it and it just kind of led. I think it led Todd and I both on this path towards Scrum.org, where the ch- the assessments are challenging, yeah. they're meaningful, and 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 I love that Dan, you've carried that forward. And you know, to Todd's question, you know, what's your thinking behind that? Why have a meaningful assessment not necessarily tied to a class? Yeah, well, let's 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 take a step back and, and and go back to a you know a comment that I made. Um, I think it was in our, our very first video, uh, just about how much I learned from from joining the the Scrum.org community. I mean, if you if you if you would have asked me, you know, ten years ago, hey Dan, would you ever be involved in Scrum? I'm like, Scrum, what, what, whatever. And I remember having a conversation <laughs> with with Louis Philippe, who who Louis Philippe just does not get enough credit. He he's really the one who put the put the two communities, uh, you know, to to together and he's like Dan, awesome dude really? yeah awesome dude too. He's, like, he's like he's like Dan you should check out scrum.org I'm like what are you smoking crack what what are you talking about <laughs> scrum so yeah I, I I come to scrum.org and learn so much and and one of the things that I have to say I just I just loved was this idea of decoupling uh you know certification from taking a class you know that how important it is to have some independent way to validate your knowledge uh, you know, about a certain topic. It's not like Ryan, as you were saying, you show up and you take a class and you pay some money, which is which is what it was in the Kanban community up until last year. You show up and pay some money and yeah, you you get certified. No. Um, you know, it's 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 nice that that you go and like I said, have this this independent way to validate your knowledge. And then on top of that, um the the, the test is actually, you know, not 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 trivial, right? I mean that right. that you, when you when you pass it, you know that you have done something meaningful. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of anti-certification people. Yep. Right. Uh, To me, it's clear, especially if you know you're getting into something that's challenging, right? All everything that we've said here, all three of us so far is that you have to prepare for things. You have to prepare for the scrum.org exams. You have to prepare for this. Right. And so in preparation, you're, you're further understanding and solidifying your knowledge of it which then lends itself to you taking action in the workplace, right? Which is ultimately what, what the three of us want, right? We, we, we ultimately want these uh, product development teams to be more successful. So yeah. to me, if, 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 if a certification means people do that, I am all for them, right? 
Yeah, we yeah we were talking before the video, Todd. And you were talking about you you were saying you know hey to to pass a PK one you you got to go read some blog posts you got to go read some books you 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 know you got to hopefully have applied this in in the real world too. I mean, th those are all good things. <laughs> you know? I, mean, yes. I, I don't know how anybody could argue about learning. You know, about, about well, I, when you take the PK one, what 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 was interesting to me about it was you really have to understand the concepts. It's not rote memorization. You need to understand how Little's law works and you need to understand how um, service level um, expectations function. You need to understand what a cycle time scatter plot actually shows you and does not show you. And, and what are the predictive qualities of, of such data and whether or not you can predict up. I mean, it's really, it, it's not just a, can you recite this equation? Can you recite this definition? It, and it reminds me of the, the PSM one and, and a lot of the scrum.org tests as well that are globally recognized as, as really requiring you to have real knowledge about the topic. And, and that was really, it was nice to see in the Kanban community where I could, and, and actually I don't have to take a, a class, right? I can show up to ProKanban.org. I can, I can purchase a, a course uh, license and, and I can go take the class or I, I'm sorry, I can go take the test. And if I know my stuff, I, I'll, I'll pass it and I'll earn that certification. If I don't know my stuff, it might be time to inspect and adapt and either do the reading as Dan, you know, grab when will it be done? Read the pro Kanban um, guide at, at kanbanguides.org. Like do those, do that work and then perhaps try again, but it's meaningful and you actually have to know the concepts and not just some, you're not just, it's not handed to you. And once you're done and what I love about these kind of certs, you actually feel like you earned something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that that's what was most important to me was, it, it, as you were saying, if, if somebody shows up and they feel like they know this, why would I put them through the the pain and, and waste their time of, of taking a class that they, maybe they don't need? You know, yeah, yeah take, you know, take, take the assessment, uh, assess your knowledge. And if, if you pass, great. And if not, great, you know. Um, the other thing is that I, I suppose people should know is, um, while the class itself will absolutely help you pass the exam, the class is not designed, you know, to just go through and say, Hey, these are all the things that you need to, to pass the assessment. It's, you know, our applying professional combine classes. Okay. You know, practically speaking, how do you do this? How, how do you do this stuff? Yes. Will it help you pass the assessment for, for sure? But we're not sitting there going through questions and saying, okay, on question 37, the answer is C, you know, I mean, that's, that's just not, yeah, I, I think it's really smart not to teach the, to the assessment. Okay. And, and it's how Todd and I teach scrum. It's how we teach these, these Kanban courses. It's we teach the concept so that you can learn how to answer the question, right? You are, you are using your brain. Um, if you want a taste of this, right? ProKanban.org does have an open assessment where you mm -hmm. can go and check out. Now, these questions might might be a little easier than what you're going to see on the real assessment. They might be a little different. They might might be a little overlap. But this will, I think, give you a really good um, kind of idea of what we're after with this, with these assessments, with the PK-1, and, and might, uh, might convince you to take that plunge and give it a shot. And it's free. It is free. It's free. Take it as yeah. many times as you want. Yeah. We'll make more. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right, Dan, uh, we certainly appreciate you talking about the PK-1. I think it's, a, it, it's something that was sorely needed in the, in the Kanban world, and hopefully more people take advantage of this opportunity to really demonstrate their knowledge and to earn a, a meaningful certification that has a very solid assessment behind it. Uh, we appreciate you talking through that with us, and uh, can't wait for the next episode of Fixing Your Kanban.
And so Agile for Humans is a very proud partner of ProKanban.org. We, we love bringing this fixing your Kanban knowledge to the forefront. If you have a question about Kanban, leave it in the comments. Uh, let us know what your questions are, and we'll try to get Dan back to to answer some of your only the trickiest questions, though, because we like we're going to stump Dan at some point. But all right, probably not likely, but we're going to give it a shot. Check out videos below. We've linked um, these videos to help you with your Kanban and Agile knowledge. Check out the socials. Be sure to like and subscribe so that you know when, when we drop the next video and you don't miss out. But uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing. And we will catch you next time on Fixing Your Kanban. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on. <laughs>